My name is Steph Bastian, and welcome back to another episode of Tattoo Tales. Today, I want to introduce you to a new series that I'm incorporating in what we normally do in the podcast. This series of extra episodes is called Panel, and it will feature multiple guests at once, breaking down a specific topic, each artist with their own unique experience and perspective. For the first panel, I sat down with four of the most inspired and experienced artists, Chad Koplinger, Robert Ryan, Andreas Conan, and Holly Ellis, to talk about something they excel at, American traditional. What does traditional mean for them? Where do they draw inspiration from? What's their unique process and approach? I believe that multiple perspectives can foster originality, which is the pinnacle of creativity. And hopefully these perspectives can inspire you and your vision. After two years of restrictions, cancel conventions, trips, COVID and all of that, it's been beautiful to just sit down with them, even if remotely, to share an honest moment about something we all love. At least for me, it's been the closest thing to those shows and dinners that we all love, with friendship, technical talks, nerdy stuff and laughs. I want to thank these artists for sharing their insights. They gave me a lot to think about. If you found value in these episodes and would like to help me create more, I'd be very grateful if you could give the show a 5-star rating and a review on iTunes and Spotify. And if you are listening to it right now, why not take a screenshot and share it on your social medias? It doesn't cost you anything, but it makes a big difference in helping the show reach more people. Thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoy the episode. to ask you guys and uh whoever wants to start what uh why did you end up focusing mostly on traditional and uh what is the thing that attracts you the most of traditional meaning something that you have been doing for a very long time and obviously you're still not tired of it but you keep pushing it every year you know so instead of going down you guys keep going up so what is it that keeps the flame alive for you regarding traditional what is it for you whoever wants to start I can start. Um, traditional tattooing is what drew me towards tattoos. Um, I was aware of other styles of tattooing, um, but I, I, I wasn't as familiar with them. Um, but traditional tattoos are what really had an impact on me. And um, as I started collecting more, you know, I, I had, I just kind of, like most people, just fumbled into tattooing and um, kind of tried to work my dreams out with uh the tattooers that i was working with but once i started getting traditional tattoos it made me want to do tattoos and that that that's what drew me to it and just seeing like how you could pretty much tell a completed story within uh 45 minutes to an hour you know and 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 completely transform uh your way of thinking or uh visually stimulate you know have a visual stimulation on your body in a very uh low amount of time and uh you didn't have to fuss too much over it to to get results okay thank you thank you very much um you i believe that you you all have a little bit of different uh a slightly different interpretation of, of traditional right i would say perhaps uh chad and robert yours is even more raw so to say, while uh, Oli has a little bit more of a, of a finesse, Andreas uh, has his own. Um, what would do you think makes good traditional? And I'm not saying technically in terms of lines, colors, and stuff. In your own vision, right? I would like an answer from each one of you. What 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 is in your vision a good traditional? Andreas, you wanna you wanna start? Ooh, um, yeah. 
I would say uh, easy readable. So not just like line work and all that, but like a very uh, readable message. Um, whew, yeah, I don't know. Maybe that's pretty much what it is. Um, because I never thought I never thought of like design like the 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 um, the motive like what it is for me it's always been just like the message so you can pretty much make everything a traditional obviously uh, so it's more about the the readability for me that's pretty much all it does yeah um, you know changing a little bit this taking this question from another angle right when you see traditional from other people or, or other interpretation it can even be painting or even from references, you know, what is the stuff that you like the most usually? Let's say Holly, you know, if you want to, what is the stuff that usually you're attracted from the most? I like uh, the like balance of composition and clarity. Uh, like when I started tattooing, I, I did not like traditional tattoos and, you know, like now when I look back at that stuff, it just feels muddy to me and it makes me uncomfortable, you know, so traditional tattooing just has it's like tidy and I like you know I like that about it a lot that makes sense powerful yeah yeah what about you Chad uh man I don't sometimes I don't even know if I do traditional tattoos so half the time I I I like uh I don't know man I just like stuff that kind of sucks you in you know when you see it you know like it makes you want to look at it for more than a minute or two and you know something that talks to you in a place that you don't you don't really know what it is you just feel it more um yeah Im image wise and stuff like i don't i don't know I, I think anything like andrea said can be made into a traditional style tattoo i suppose um and sometimes i like when you kind of make something that's almost nothing into a traditional looking tattoo too, you know, like, like kind of like Holly said, just composition can itself be a, a traditional style tattoo. I think it's the building block, the way you draw it, the way you construct it more so than what it actually is in my mind. I mean, people might argue or disagree with that. I, I don't know, but I mean, yeah, I think, uh, I think there is no right answer. You know, it's really about, I guess, interpretations, right? Yeah, yeah, totally. I mean, you know, either you like it or you don't, I suppose. Uh, let, let me ask you, let's see if you share this, um, you know, this feeling. I feel that at least what has been for me, uh, by nature, we are by details as people, right? That's why usually uh, certain things are a bit easier to understand because uh, have more to look at in terms of details, right? But then, uh, quoting, for example, one of the guests that has been here, which does Maori, uh, Gordon Toy, he said, the simplicity brings the power, right? What does this make you think, this, this statement that he made? Well, to me, it, it's, um, it, it kind of ties in with the last question, too, that for a traditional tattoo for me, or any tattoo, pretty much, it has to leave an impact on, on me. And three things that really make up that impact is like, what is this saying? Who's the person that it's on and how's it relate to them? And then where did it come from? And in a traditional tattoo, because the, the image is executed so simply, it leaves a lot of room for that question. You know what I mean? So with simplicity comes the 
potential for all kinds of complicated and complex questions. Um, how, you know, uh, it just it, it 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 it's the door it's the doorway to a whole world. You know, and that's what I, I love about traditional tattoos. I think I think that has to do a lot with the simplicity of them. It makes me think of I can't remember who he was was painter like a watercolor something and was explaining about how to make a good painting and at some point says something like when you find what this image is about then you hide it because then it makes it more important like you put less so then you can kind of the viewer can kind of uh, fill the whole fill the blanks kind of thing um let me let me ask you this if we think now we we get out a little bit of tattooing as tattooing right let's let's uh, let's play a, a second with the idea that it can be a form of art okay Another artist that something like this made me really think about tradition. I said, uh, I put shading and color where I see it fit rather than where it's realistically supposed to be, making it a meaning of expression rather than a mere figurative representation, right? So meaning it's not supposed to look like what it is, but it's my, my view. For example, like when I interviewed Chad uh, last time when you were working on the book with the animal heads, and you were talking about your one-minute drawings and stuff like that, I think you are a, you are a perfect example of this, you know, and stuff is not the way it's supposed to look, but it's what you feel about it. I mean, reality already exists. So why would I personally, why would I want to, um, I don't care about replicating reality because it's already there, man, you know? So like, I just want to make stuff that, you know, maybe, maybe part of it is just that I, I don't know how to do a light source, right. Or something. I don't know, but, but part of it is I just rather just try and make it look cool if I can, you know, at least what I, I feel like it looks cool and hopefully other people do too. Um, I, I get more, um, emotion of that, uh, than, than something that's like totally realistically right, you know, but I still like some aspects of it to be, you know, like it would work, you know what I mean? Um, you know, so you kind of got to like fucking tiptoe the, you know, across the line on that a little bit. And in, in my opinion, you know, and not to discount things that are totally right. You know, there's something awesome about that too. It's just for my own personal um, expression or whatever. I, I don't really think about that. I don't, I don't know that I care where the light's coming from or, what's supposed to be shaded a certain way or not you know um yeah yeah, yeah. for me it's uh, um for yeah. me I, when chad was talking about the light sources i never think about light sources i just think about how um i can separate i, I think about separation of colors and black and where i'm gonna put a shading where it makes sense for the readability of the tattoo so yeah. I, don't, I don't even think about it i think like okay i've I have to I have to put black here because I want to keep this uh, unshaded. And so for me, it's all it's almost like I'm building a, a design. It's kind of like the shading and all that. For me, it's uh, it's never been about reality. It's more about the like how a tattoo will age, how readable it is, you know. And I think that's something beautiful about traditional tattooing. That um, kind of like it's a different way of uh, uh, painting a picture. But like it's its own language, right? Yeah, exactly. And we're just we're just speaking this other language with a lot of words and a lot of whatever. And, and you know, we can make new words whenever we want to. And somehow we all kind of understand what they mean. You know what I mean? Without even talking to each other about it. I like that about it.
I like when you earlier when you said Chad that you said that I don't even know if I do traditional. Um, I I totally think the same uh, about me. Like I I don't even really think about like oh you're doing traditional tattooing. For me, it's a uh, it's almost like a language I I learned, and um, this is how I got uh, into tattooing, learning that language. So um, I don't really even question if I'm like doing traditional. For me, it's just the way I draw a tattoo. I can't even draw a tattoo differently. Like it's every time I try to whatever you know back in the days when the neo-traditional stuff came and i was like oh maybe i should try this and then it never felt the way it felt so like i, I just right. that's the way I, I learned drawing and so if i do a drawing it's gonna look like that i don't right. even um think about the term traditional that much for me it's just the language that i learned you know like when i got into tattooing the new school thing was big but right after that like very quick after that the whole like rebirth of traditional came um, and uh, I really liked it. So I kind of like, and it felt way easier to me. You know, like the, for example, when Marcus did the whole Cubist thing, I liked it and I have a lot of tattoos like this, but I never was able to draw like that. Like I never understand, understood the whole like source thing and all that. It was way too much for me. And then the, especially when that San Francisco style, a traditional came back, um, I totally understood it. Like right away, you know, like I, I was like, that's it. That's my language. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, man, when I started tattooing, I liked all kinds of shit. Like I, I like colored realism and all kinds. It took me a minute to like traditional tattoos, to be honest. I, I didn't. My, my teacher wasn't into them and I wasn't as exposed to them in the beginning. And it took me a minute to, to, to really fall in love with that. But I think it was like it was, you know, Hardy that kind of bridged the gap between those things and then pushed me into whatever angle I was, you know that I'm coming from now, but I mean, man, I, I used to like doing color realism tattoos. It was kind of fun, you know, but glad I don't do them anymore. <laughs> don't ask. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to ask. I have the feeling of like, Oh, I, I don't think I do traditional tattoos. You know, what am I going to, what am I going to do on this panel? You know, but I went and looked at, my like Instagram feed and all of yours too. And I'm like, Oh, like there I am. I do traditional tattoos or it's like, there's a foundation there of it, but it's morphed into something else. And I feel like all of you have that quality in your tattoos as well, where it's like, not like a traditional American traditional or whatever, you know, become your own thing, but has its roots in that style. Yeah, it's interesting when you said when you mentioned the word language, which I think is really spot on, because uh, eventually after you learn the basics, meaning, you know, how to compose things and you find a style that you like better than another one. Uh, I don't know about you, but I tried sometimes I've been fascinated by some artists. I'm like, oh, I would love to do things a bit more like that way. And then you try it. You know, it's really forced. So you're like, oh, I'm not really having fun. So what's the point? And then eventually you end up doing something that to you comes as fun and, and easy and i guess that's your language it's the same thing like if you try to walk like another person does it's like no man your body doesn't work like that you know just gotta do your own thing right yeah totally I, I i like to have fun with tattooing kind of more than anything like there's some images that i might love the image but tattooing it i hate it so i don't want to do it you know what i mean and i don't know if that sounds fucked up or not but like 
I'm kind of at this point, I'm just more stoked to enjoy myself during the time of doing it, you know, than, than kind of anything and whatever that means, no rules, you know? Yeah. You know, just, uh, just to, to mention something that uh, made me smile recently, I interviewed uh, uh, Dana Bronson and uh, at some point he says something very interesting. What he calls traditional tattooing is not a style or a look. He said, well, I do traditional tattooing. And he said, to me, traditional tattooing means somebody that comes to the shop and has to get tattooed mom and dad. I'm like, what you mean? And he said, yeah, the average person, the traditional, the average person is not a fine art collector. They just want a tattoo, they have whatever reason. So for him, the word traditional is what maybe you would connect more to walk-ins. I'm like, oh, that's interesting, man. Because today, traditional is style specific no sailorish thingy for him it's more like the traditional way of tattoos like somebody coming to shop and it was something like mom and dad it's like oh that's super interesting you know you shift the focus from the look to the to the person and i was like oh that's something i gotta think about you know Mm. especially for the younger people today i guess it's something i think about a lot of times because where does when you when you take traditional as just a, a a certain look of a tattoo or maybe the design or whatever, then uh, you end up, um, so what, I don't know, like, you know, you know when do people do re- medieval reenactments? <laughs> There's some t- traditional tattooing out there, which is like reenactments. You reenact something. It's interesting, where does traditional end and where does it start? For example, what Dana said, um, is it, you're doing a traditional tattoo when you do a 40 style traditional tattoo, in a private studio um, and it takes you seven hours. Um, <laughs> when you do seven tattoos uh, uh, on a walk-in day, um, you know, there's a whole thing where I always think like, so what, how, what's the definition of a traditional tattoo? Is it just the design? Is it the way it's done? Um, you know, is it the amount of colors you use or whatever. For me, it's sometimes it's um, some stuff. That's what I like here uh, with all these people here. Um, we obviously all do uh, do our little own thing with this. Um, and we took it somewhere else just from just whatever, doing the same thing like six for 60 years now. You know, for, for me, it's interesting uh, what a traditional tattoo is, you know, like, uh, wh- what is it? Is it just the design or is it the way you do it? You know, like Dana said, I think it's interesting. It's an interesting question. Yeah, I, I think I, I agree with you, with what Andreas just said. It's like it, it's it's not a reenactment. It's not like a LARP or, a, um, you know, some kind of weird, uh, you know, like you're beaming in from the holodeck you know, and Star Trek going back in some time, you know, it's like those, those, the, the people who we were emulating or who, who get emulated in those, in those tattoo kind of uh, psyches weren't thinking about the guys in the 1800s and what, they, what they were tattooing. Like they were just doing what they could do with the, the tools that they had. And I, I think that's the true essence of a traditional tattoo. Andreas, you said you said something to me once, and you said, I mean, to me, you, you said you mentioned something. You said, "Tradition is not worshiping the ashes, but carrying the torch." Right? And yeah. what I, I would ask you all, what this mean to you today? I think I picked it up somewhere, and I really liked it because, like what I said earlier, before, um, I think a lot of people just worship something, you know, like oh, it has to be this way, and there's this rule, and all that. 
And I think that's, um, for example, if you take a music scene and a music, you have this music scene and it doesn't, uh, or like a subculture and it doesn't really evolve anymore, then it's, um, then it's gonna, gonna be dead at one point. And I think the good thing about traditional tattooing or tradition at all, if you can carry it on, like if you can make it like, if, if you make it something new all the time, and that's, I think, for me, what this is saying, uh, just saying, like, you have to you have to carry on the torch and you have to make something out of it so it's still alive. I think there's room for a lot of different, there's room for a lot of different things. There's guys that, you know, people that they only care about the technical aspect of a tattoo. Like, to me, you know, they it's almost like they don't, they're not looking at the picture itself. It's like the lines this way and shadings like this or something and they that's what they love about a tattoo and then there's other people that love the impact of it or the the uh creativity of it or the classicness that there's room for everything right i don't want to make any rules as far as what tattoos should be or are or i guess when it comes to traditional tattooing you know i i don't i don't know i mean is there really a rule you know yeah i used to get stuck on the the line work like uh, everything like so clean so clean you know everybody's like oh it's so clean and used to be really important to me to have my lines be perfect but like as more time goes on I'm like why does that have to be so perfect and when I don't do a perfect line now I'm like that actually looks cool like that's got like some nuance to it and some life and you can see that a hand made it and not the machine like attached to a machine yeah. you know it, it changes yeah. yeah totally man I mean some sometimes you know like if it's just a sticker it's just a sticker like i don't i i didn't want to get a sticker on me you know what i mean <laughs> i want to have a handmade thing you know with some energy or whatever yeah. that comes from the flaws more than the, 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 the good you know i don't know the good stuff is the flaws i guess <laughs> i think uh like the the quote that that you you referenced i think that it tattooing has given so much to every single person that does it for a living that it's our responsibility to continue it and to contribute to it because if you don't contribute anything to it like like andrea said it's just going to stagnate and just become some other run-of-the-mill thing so it, it needs to continue and the, the the seeds need to be watered and uh um, fertilized and grown and cared and then the flowers need to be cared for so yeah I, I think it's important that uh, once you do learn to walk that you walk in your own path and once you learn to, to learn a language you you offer your own vernacular and things like that totally I think it's always the same when I go to a punk rock or a hardcore show and I'm 51 now and if I go to a show and there are like 22 year olds playing in a band and if I what I like is when I don't understand it anymore. They do something that I'm like, oh, Jesus, I can't, like, this is too much for me, or I don't understand it. And then I think they have, they have um, succeeded because they're young. They have to do something that uh, two generations older people maybe don't understand anymore. But I think that's like how, like, it's still alive, you know? Like, it's kind of, for me, it's like, when I go to, for, for example, to a punk rock show and I see a band plays the same thing that I liked in in, seven, in 87, then I'm, I'm almost a little disappointed. Yeah. Let me ask you, what has been the last moment uh, that you had in your tattooing, right? Or painting or whatever, the, the, the last ha-ha moment, the, the one you're like, oh, something clicked and you made like a little step, you know? 
forward in your way of doing things. You know, that, that you, you found a new way of doing, or to me, at least it happens. Uh, to me, for example, it happens by accident sometimes. You know, I make a mistake and then I'm like, oh, wait a second, this actually is kind of cool. And then it's a new thing, you know? What has been for you the last moment where you something clicked, if you can remember? Hmm. One with, um, with my portraits, like when I started learning more how to do traditional tattooing, uh, I, it somehow informed my portraits where I was like, oh, if I try less hard, I don't know if that's the right wording, if I don't try as hard to make it look realistic, it looks more realistic. It kind of goes back to what we we're talking about with this simple thing being the, the great thing, you know, just the less I tried to make them look real, the more real they looked. And that was kind of a huge thing for me to discover. For me, it was um, when I started getting to do a lot more back pieces and designing them where I could do a back piece in four to five sittings. Uh, so they would get completed. Cause you know, up to that point, like uh, the first 15 years I was tattooing, I was doing these back pieces and they would never get done. You know, you get into session number seven, session number eight, and then people start flaking out. Um, so I started designing uh, my back pieces so I can do them in four to five sittings. And I I've started finishing them all the time now, you know, like I'm at like a, a pretty good clear rate at this point, you know, where I don't have a ton of them out there that are, are incomplete. Well, so that, that to me was, was something that, that changed my tattooing a lot. Awesome. What about you guys have any aha moment? Ooh, too many, maybe. <laughs> um, I always have that when I'm trying to, um, when I, for example, when back in the days I really got into lettering and then I started drawing and then one at one moment, everything looked like the way I wanted it to look like. So every time the moment when you, um, yeah, kind of figure something out, just, you know, like you draw a dragon and then it looks like shit for like, I don't know, a hundred dragons and then you get the click and then you know, okay, now I know how it should look. That's always something. When I figure something out, it's kind of that feeling. Yeah. Yeah, something clicks. Um, the last aha moment for me, I don't even know, man. Every day it seems like a new one. I, I wake up in the mornings and feel like I forgot how to do it. And then I start tattooing and some days I'm like, oh shit, I got it. I can do it. And then some days I'm like, whoa. <laughs> and uh usually when it's hard i just turn my machine up and try and go faster. <laughs> not gonna lie so really that's my, my solution to every problem man is just to just do it quicker so i don't know it's a, it's a that's awesome. if it works or not i don't know <laughs> and uh, let me ask you if you if you would have to give uh, an advice or at least share your own you know way of doing things what would you say about the user references uh, in terms of how do you, what is your approach to references and, and what is the thing that make, you know, that can turn a, a reference into a good original image rather than just a copy, either in the process of selection or the way you translate it, whatever that is. I think it's so important. It's the most, probably one of the most important things. And it, it, for one, it teaches you humility. Um, because if you don't know how to draw something correctly and you use a reference, 
you're learning instead of, uh, you know, just make like what Rollo would say would like build a monument to yourself on somebody else. You know, like um, if you can kind of humble yourself and use a reference, I think it's super important. And then when you start using reference and learning how to how to use find the right references that work for you, then you can start adding your own um, hand to to the references that you're using. Yeah, you get like a muscle memory from drawing something from reference over and over again to where you can make your own way. I mean, I, I think reference is super important. I, I mean, I'm, you know, I come from the generation of collecting books, you know, so I, I got a huge book collection and I still look at it all the time. And but I try and, you know, I mean, sometimes, you, you know, you just find something that you think is cool and you just do it, you know, and hopefully your own hand makes it more unique than the thing you took it from. And then sometimes, sometimes good to just look at stuff a bunch and then put it away and try and draw it from what you remember it. But I think, I think definitely looking at stuff's good, you know? Yeah. What about you, Holly? Yeah. Every, I think like everything I do is taken from reference. And like they said, it, when it comes from your own hand, it's just inevitably going to be different than what you're referencing once you're just tracing it you know but uh and doing things over and over sometimes too i'll i'll draw something i think i'm making it look too much like this thing that's in my memory and like i'm like oh it's not going to be too much like this person's thing that i'm remembering and i'll go look at the image that i'm remembering and it's totally different than what it actually is you know and that's i think that's pretty cool too yeah yeah. And um, what about inspiration? This is something very personal because everybody had their own process and their own, you know, imagery and stuff. But I would like to ask each one of you, where do you mostly find inspiration and what would be your, your way when you get stuck? What do you do to kind of like, you know, get in a good place? Inspiration is probably the, the like key to why we do what we do uh, it, it's what moves us it, it, it's what keeps us going forward and i think inspiration the question you're asking me inspiration is what gets me out of the ruts when i see my friends and people i respect and people who i love making these amazing tattoos it makes me want to tattoo if they're making amazing paintings it's going to make me want to make amazing paintings if they're living a good life it makes me want to kind of emulate that as well, you know? So I, to me, it's, it's something that I learned through meditation and other, other like uh, practices and things like that. The people that are really good at get good at it. You want to kind of be around them and kind of learn how they do it and, and what moves them or what, what, what gets them to that point that you can, that they kind of shine a little bit, you know? And when I see, people who make art that just speaks to me, I want to know how they got there. So yeah, the inspiration is huge. What about you, Andres? Um, yeah, I can actually um, say that, um, like Robert said, like a lot of times for me, the inspiration is um, how people uh, do things. Uh, so when I see, for example, tattooers I really admire and I see how they, they work and how they... Um, I don't want to say like sometimes we are so driven by whatever ego or um, competition and all that. And I see somebody who doesn't care about stuff like this. And then that, that's inspiration for me to um, focus less on 
negative things, uh, which can be an inspiration too, right? Like we can be competitive, <laughs> we can be, uh, you know, all that stuff, which uh, I think is a lot of times is a big inspiration for people because it makes you uh, work harder. But uh, then I want to focus on people who, on inspiration of people who, um, you know, like who don't have that. They still kick ass on do great stuff, but they're not like, driven by whatever ego negative stuff um that's something which is a big inspiration for me because i want to be like that and then uh, on the other hand like yeah inspiration can be a lot of things for me um i like books too that's always a big inspiration for me and every time when i want to do something i say like I tell myself like ah, i want to do something i want to i want to get a step further Then I whatever take like a lot of books and look into look into the books and try to you know like whatever figure something out for me and then um, uh, take another step forward. For example. Awesome, thank you very much, uh, Holly. What about you? I like uh, I like seeing the original inspiration for either a painting or tattoo flash. Like when I get kind of in a rut, I like to see how like go find the original inspiration that somebody had for something and see how they interpreted it themselves to be tattooable or, you know, like Muka, you can see photographs of the models that he took, you know, with his illustrations and see how he broke down their bodies and the fabric and florals and, and created his own thing with it. And that kind of helps me when I'm looking at something like redraw it in my own style. Yeah, going a step back, huh? From old illustrations and photographs and other artists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you, Chad? Uh, yeah, I'm kind of kind of the same as everybody else in a way. I just, I just look at books or, you know, I've got like a handful of artists tattooing and otherwise that I kind of always seem to get a little fired up when I see their stuff, so... If I can't think of something or if I'm stuck in a way, I'll kind of go back and just kind of spend some time looking at, at that stuff. And hopefully it'll spark something in me and hopefully it'll boom there. There's an idea or something, you know. It will click. The cool thing is that with books, for example, you know, if you look at the same thing two years later, you find something else because you change. Yeah. Yeah, so that's right. cool too. I like, oh, I've looked at this a million times, but I used to look at the composition. Now I look at the colors because, you know, you went through a whole... So in that sense, they are like never-ending source of you know ideas because you you keep changing, right? Books are everything, man. And um, what would you say is the last thing that you really enjoy doing? If you can remember about, you know, either can be a project you did or a tattoo you did or uh, something that maybe was a little challenging or something, something you really enjoyed. Like, oh, this was the last thing that I really had fun with. Man, I've been trying to do a flash sheet every day this year so far. And every single day has been a lot of fun. Just, you know, whether it's painting something or just taking a marker and putting it on paper and letting it happen and see what, see what comes of it. And, you know, just trying to keep, keep exercising and, you know, in, in, in my mind and, and whatever. And all of that's been a lot of fun, man. Sometimes frustrating and, you know, I don't know. Anytime I get to make a mark on anything, it's pretty exciting. So yeah. for me, would you say that any of you, uh, before you, you were talking about, uh, Andreas was talking about the fact that some people 
after a while, the one that you admire stop caring about the more negative side of things, right? Would you say that any of you is already at this point or not, where you don't care so much about having to make it right or having to uh, make something awesome or something, but you just really enjoy doing it? Would you say you're at that point or not yet? Or Yeah, I don't care at all. Yeah? Yeah. I don't think I yeah, ever cause... did. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the that's the best way. I think yeah, when you start really having fun, it really shows. I think in your stuff, because when you're stiff and tense, at at, at at least I talk by experience in my paintings or whatever. You can tell some of them. Some people were like, "Oh, this looks like a print," and at, at that time I took it as a compliment, and I'm like, "No, that's not a compliment. That means like it's super stiff." You know, because like you were saying, everything has to be the line. And now, you know, I color outside of the line. Some things, are, some proportions are fucked, whatever. But I love it. You know, I sit down, I'm like, oh, I'm going to have fun for three hours. You know? So yeah. I, I think that's what I try to do, at least. And um, is there any advice that you would give to the younger artists today? Because, you know, the newer generations, they, had, they, they go through the same troubles that we had at some point you know is there people at least that are into this style and stuff is there any advice you would give them specifically of any kind quit trying to be definitive just be yourself have fun you know do your best and yeah quit quit trying to plant a flag somewhere just just do it I think, uh, you know, just maybe have some humility with, 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 with what you're doing. Um, kind of, uh, you know, like for me, when I was learning how to tattoo, the tattooers that tattooed for like 15, 20 years kind of earned their, their place to do things the way they wanted to do it. But now you'll see like a lot of tattooers that have been tattooing for like a year, like I'm only working out of my line book, you know, or like I'm only doing this, like uh, kind of like just be aware that you have to kind of like work for what to get to these things, you know, and, and they need to be earned and it's not measured in like uh, weeks or years or how many tattoos you do, but it's in your lifetime. Um, you know, so like the, 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 the arc of your career, if, if it starts out with this, it's kind of like, well, well, this is what I do. It's not going to go anywhere, you know? And, and, and if you live your life like that, your life isn't going to go anywhere. You need to kind of like, I, I hate to say pay your dues or anything like that. It's not, not so much about that, but it's about, it's about learning and like uh, being like a, be a tattooer before you start become like the, a tattooer, you know? Yeah. You don't, you don't learn anything by, deciding that you've defined yourself without any experience in a week. Yeah. You know, <laughs> that's, that's what I mean by like planting the flag. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, I mean, I feel like, I don't know. Did, did all of you guys work in street shops at one point just doing street shop tattoos? Yeah. I did that for 15 years. It's the only reason yeah. I think that I'm able to have any kind of perspective on, on um, whatever it is I'm doing is because I had learned multiple perspectives you know yeah. and a lot of people that decide they're only going to take one path in the beginning because it's what they like right now well how do you know that you're not going to like something else later like what why would you just decide that i don't understand that you know 
I mean, it changes, you know, I, I find new things I like every day almost, you know, where I'm like, wow, I like that. And I'm like, why do I like that? I don't know. Yeah. If you learn the, the foundation, the basics, um, of like all the different ways you can tattoo or like deal with clientele and you have a toolbox of things to pull from throughout your career, you know, then you can create new things and try different things and you're not pigeonholed into one style that, you know, like you guys are saying, you just kind of die with if you don't, you know, you don't get to change. Yeah. Yeah, I think um, I would say that uh, tattoo young tattooers should never forget that there there was tattooing before them and they're gonna be tattooing after them. So they should not take themselves too serious in this. And uh, yeah, and they're not important, um, <laughs> like everybody else. You know, like maybe Ed Hardy is important. Okay, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but you know what? Like, I think there's just way too many people who take them way too serious, way too serious about it, you know? And um, yeah, I think that sucks. When you realize that, it makes everything easier as well, you know, because you have all this imaginary weight, especially when I talk to younger people, friends, whatever, you know, there is this imaginary weight of the world on the shoulders that you had to do something that everybody's going to see. And, and it's going to be important. And as you say, it's like, no, it's not important. And then you can actually be like, oh, oof, okay. Then it doesn't matter that much. Then I can actually, you know, there is not yeah. all that pressure. So you can actually, right? Yeah. It's like the generation now has Instagram to contend with. Like we had, when I think when we all started, we had magazines, you know, you wouldn't see a tattoo that was done until like six months to a year after it was done. And now everybody's got it instantly and it's like a photo dump with their lifestyle pictures included to keep people interested and on pressure. Yeah. I think it, it's amazing how when you see tattoos now that they're being crafted for Instagram, you know, like it's gotta be, it's gotta look good in that little box. You know, it can't wrap around too much or like it, it, it's like uh, the, the designs are becoming tailored to the device and uh, that's creating this weird kind of like singularity within this 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 craft, and it's a handmade craft. And yeah, I, I think uh, you know we can go down that road of like, has it been helpful or hurtful? I don't even think it's so much about that. I just think as like a, a anthropological view of it, that how much that uh, social media has influenced tattooing, especially for younger tattooers. Yeah, agreed. True. I will say, I, I kind of think tattooing right now is like kind of the sickest it's ever been. It's better than it's ever been, 100%. There's, There's no yeah, doubt I mean, about that. One could argue like... I hope when, so. When, yeah, I mean, one could argue maybe like when things went from only being one way and then started developing into all these things, maybe that was on par. But I just think the quality of work in every style oh, yeah. is so high. It's so cool to see and like... Yeah, I love. I I mean, as much as I might, you know, find some faults with some of these one or two year tattooers and the way they're doing things, the tattoos are often awesome. So, like, yeah, you know, it's it's just kind of neat to see where it's going. Like, it's kind of like the the hardcore band doing the shit you don't understand. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm yeah, like, man, I don't always get it, but yeah, like it, it's pretty neat. You know, 
I'm excited to be uh, involved in tattooing at this time in its history. You know, it, it feels really, I feel very lucky and, and uh, I feel really, feels fucking cool, man. Very true. I think tattooing was never as good as it's today and it's never been as bad today. It's the same moment. <laughs> you can't get the one uh, without the other. Yeah. Yeah. No love without the hate. <laughs> and uh, are you having some projects that you're working on that do you have stuff going on now that you're excited about are you working on new things any of you i mean andreas i know he always has like 10 things at the same time but <laughs> i just finished that book um i just put out a book that and that was like i've been working on that for like two years so now i'm just like psyched to be able just to make paintings that aren't like made for that book and uh and tattoo not, i don't have really have anything uh in the pot right now so i'm, I'm kind of happy that i don't that, that's deity right yeah 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 your two books deity and uh chat a book with the with the sounds of the animals that that dope <laughs> so dope um, and then, what you about you, are you working on something no Do you have plan any, tra any any travel any anything happening no i've just kind of been in a rut <laughs> <laughs> i'm trying to get out of it and find inspiration and i think that like it's kind of, it's been a realization to that i've been not feeling like great about things because i haven't really been creating and that's where i've always in my life felt alive is making things you know and so outside of my work schedule you know i haven't been creating anything so i've been feeling a little not alive so i don't know give me some inspiration on a project Great. one flash sheet a day you can do it uh -huh. <laughs> it's hard, actually <laughs> i'm gonna try it yeah <laughs> It, it would be funny if out of those things, like, you know, we could launch, we will launch like a little challenge and meet up in like six months time. We're like, yeah. what, what happened? <laughs> yeah. Right. Not for a challenge. Hey, what about you, Andreas? You had the convention soon, huh? Yeah, I'm working on the, I'm working on the spring convention uh, already because well, I'm doing two next year, uh, this year, obviously this year, because uh, we had to cancel two. So I thought we we're going to do two um hopefully you never know um yeah working on some books um what else i don't know that's enough for me <laughs> how is the how is the museum going oh the museum is nice it's it's almost finished uh to like it, it was i had it open already but it's um it's it's getting um You know, I'm adding new stuff almost every day. It's it's great. So I have it now next to my. Uh, I have a, like a little of a private studio. So the the I have that room I'm tattooing on. The next room is just the museum. So in between appointments, I just go over there with a cup of coffee and look at my shit. It's amazing. Nice. It's fun. Nice. Is yeah. any of you going to Aachen this year? Yeah. Yes. Nice. Dope, dope. Then I'm gonna see you there. Yeah, I can't wait. Ollie, what about you? When do you finally make it? <laughs> I know. I need to stop being a hermit. <laughs> I, oh, I don't how know. Are you talking about it. <laughs> you coming out? Um, I'm just yep. I'm enjoying doing the books. That's like, 
big thing for me now, right now, because I really enjoy doing it. What is this one you did? Oh, I did that never seen before book. It's just pretty much uh, stuff that haven't been. So the idea is that, that you haven't seen it on social media. Uh, the whole book is just stuff which was supposedly not posted on social media. Because I'm, um, my idea was that I really wanted to bring back that feeling if you have an old tattoo mag and you see it for the first time and you see stuff um, that nobody has seen before. And uh, that was the idea. And it worked really well. A lot of people contributed really great stuff, which was some like old stuff, new stuff, everything. It was pretty, it came out pretty cool. Where are you anyways? I don't, I have no idea where you are right uh, now. <laughs> I'm in Copenhagen, but I'm moving to Barcelona next month. Congratulations. Congratulations. Thank you, man. I need, I need some sun. I've been here enough. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I was just saying that uh, I really enjoyed this, uh, this little time together. Well, I've enjoyed looking at all your beards. I There's your challenge. Yeah. Oh yeah. See in six months. Yeah. yeah, I was just saying that like, thank you for you know for this time because I learned a lot, at least myself, because you always have like a some some statement that are so simple but so powerful. So it's even if it hasn't been just an hour, but there is so much stuff to think about. So yeah, thank you for making the time. Thank Thanks you. for making it happen. Yeah, thank you for inviting us. Yeah, it's great to see all you guys too. I miss all of you guys. I yeah, I miss all you guys too. too. Yeah, soon. Yeah. Where can people find you, uh, Robert? I'm in Asbury Park, New Jersey, currently here for the until things get a little bit more easily easy to travel in. Um, but I hope to be traveling again by the spring. Uh, I don't have anything planned right now. I'm at Electric Tattoo in Asbury Park, New Jersey. Perfect. Andreas? Aachen, Germany. Um, yeah, I've been there 25 years. Thinner and insane. Perfect. Holly? Idle hand tattoo. Lower hate. <laughs> awesome. Chad, what about you? I'm in Nashville at Adventure Tattoo. And uh, I don't travel as much as I used to, but I'm still going to be around. I'll be in Germany and Greece in the spring. And I don't know, I'll be here and there, just, you know. But you should come to my shop if you're listening to this. It's worth it. Yeah, definitely, definitely. You should come to Barcelona when you're coming to Europe. I will. Awesome, awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you, man. Thank you, Thank you everybody. Thank you, guys. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.